Hello, everybody. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, a former guest of ours, Scott Kirkark, has uh, recently been in, I believe, a motorcycle accident. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, his lower vertebrae right now um, look broken. Um, at the time this is being recorded, they're awaiting surgery. Um, and it's just kind of a you know scary situation. So um, I wanted to give my condolences to Scott. Um, he's a really good, genuine guy, and it's really unfortunate that this happened to him. Um, I encourage everybody to consider going to Broken Strings Inc. Um, you can just Google that. They have I, the website. I'm pretty sure is the same Broken Strings Inc. Um, and just maybe just give a couple of dollars donation uh, to help them out through this. Uh, and that's all. Um, here's some ads, and then enjoy the episode. Guys, we have a huge announcement to make. The McAllister Arts Podcast is going to be doing something completely new and different. We're going to be creating our first ever action comedy film entitled The Chronic Crusaders about one of our favorite subjects, cannabis. We have already got a solid cast and crew behind this project with the goal of releasing on April 24. Now, as everyone in show business knows, the one thing you desperately need to get a film started is funding. And that's where you, the listener, come in. Even if you only have a dollar or two to spare, this helps us tremendously. So, if you're a fan of the podcast and want to help, this is your chance. Please check out the link in the description for the Kickstarter to donate. Again, we appreciate all the listeners for tuning in every week, and we hope you consider helping this dream become a reality. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events they see in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So, if you're looking to plan your next Get Gear event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is McAllister's podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd's Cole McAllister. We're joined today. We got two special guests um, who have their own podcast, The Infamous Goats. Um, we're joined by uh, Josiah yep. and Celis. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, man. Good. good. How you yeah. feeling? How you feeling? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, we kind of we were taking a break on the podcast, so we've been kind of doing a few more these last couple of days, and uh, mm-hmm. you guys are here in the docket, so it's good to have you in. And uh, yeah, you had uh, you recently had um, someone who we actually just an episode we just put out. Um, Obs, Aubrey Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I heard about you guys. I really liked what you guys did. So I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Or no, I guess you guys actually reached out to me, didn't you? Uh, Technically, I remember you sent me a DM first. Oh, did hey, I? Uh-huh, okay, yeah. okay, maybe it was me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I really like what you guys do. You know, you guys are you're uh, starting out and doing your thing. Let me ask you, like, uh, let's just get into it. Like, like what made you start the podcast? What uh, what kind of goes into that? For those who don't know, uh, so what I want to say was last. What was it last July, last June when yeah. the idea came up? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I think. Well, f- for starters, for me, it started. I used to do YouTube oh, and, okay. back in high school. Okay. I, but I was kind of just imitating other content creators that I saw, and I really didn't like the content because it wasn't me. Mm. So I got into video directing, yeah. and then mm. ultimately, like that helped me own in on my editing skills. But I got tired of that because I was dealing with unprofessional people, so I, it just took the love out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I just stopped doing it for like a year and a half, and then mm. podcast really came up when COVID hit. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. So yeah, that was when I really started getting into that. And 
I just, I knew I wanted to do that, so I brought the idea up to him, and it was just brewing for a few weeks, and then we, we actually put our, our foot forward towards Uh-huh. You brought what, sorry? Uh, we, we, it was brewing for a few weeks, and then we just put our foot forward oh, towards Oh, you just put it out. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Like, but it was some months. It yeah. built up for some months, because like, hell yeah. we had to get our logo made, we had to come up with a name, we Okay, what took like two weeks? Yeah, it was, it was, we <laughs> yeah. had some names in, in the mix that just didn't work. Of, yeah, a lot of names, and then I ain't gonna. I was was kind of hesitant on putting my name out there because sure. I'm not like a big social media person. Sure, but Sellers really got me out of my comfort zone, and shit, I love what I'm doing now. Hell yeah! So what goes into the name? What um, what started that? What? Uh, so the I think we had two names that that we were down to. It was Young Goats, and then it was inf- Infamously Black. Yeah. <laughs> no BS. Yeah. <laughs> like we just didn't know which direction to go. I'm like, exactly. Oh, I'm like, then I said, what if we just combined it? <laughs> the infamous goats. Here he is. Yeah, but and then like an acronym. We wanted to make an acronym out of it, so we were thinking of it for days and days. And then I was like, what's a great acronym we uh-huh. could use? And then that's when we came to me. Uh, grateful of all the struggles mm-hmm. mm, okay because we we both come from similar backgrounds yeah and- interesting interesting i was gonna say it's a little uh a little cocky to just come out and be like yeah we're the goats <laughs> no 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 definitely not no but that makes sense that makes sense yeah um yeah well hey i love what you guys are doing i love um anytime i see someone like creating you know a lot of people like kind of give me shit like oh there's another <laughs> another white boy starting a podcast you right. know what i mean i'm just like you know what everybody should start a fucking podcast yeah, you know man. it's so cheap like i i think any anybody that you know i think anybody can add some kind of value to a conversation you know exactly right so i mean and look if they can't at least you tried right you know (laughs) i think yeah this podcast like avenue is definitely just giving you a different perspective because you having conversations with people that you essentially wouldn't have on a day-to-day basis yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely yeah it's great i mean um for years i mean we've had like complete strangers you know just (laughs) coming like to my home like twice a week and like when you do that for three it's weird that you get used to it but there's you kind of step back and you're like oh this is kind of a weird little thing we're doing so yeah, right. you guys at least have that barrier with the zoom you don't necessarily need uh-huh. to invite people <laughs> yeah we thought we, like we both have our own separate apartments so we, mm. having a studio really didn't work out because we both like like we said we broke college students exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so yeah we had to make something out of it but zoom was was also that avenue that was becoming popular during the covid so i was sure. learning my way sure. around that uh-huh Sure. Well, I mean, that's when, I mean, this podcast started was COVID. I mean, I think, you know, that was kind of the last, not the last, but like one of the more recent, like major trains of like podcasts, you know, because like Joe Rogan had been doing it for like, you know, Mm -hmm. a decade or so, you know, earlier. But like, yeah, I mean, COVID, that was kind of just when like everyone hopped on it, you know, it was a good time to do it. Everybody in the house and it's like nothing but free time. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) So, yeah, we hopped on kind of late, but. I feel like we find our own lane with it because we were kind of expanding into like different things and more than just sure. a podcast. So me and Kel, uh, me and Sellers, have been talking about some my stuff. name already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've been wearing off on me, man. I thought I was gonna be the one to fuck yeah. it up. <laughs> but yeah, me and Sellers, we have conversations all the time. It's like, what's next for us? What's next? Like, Hell yeah! So, you just want to keep building the building. Uh-huh. I think that the whole thing we didn't want to be one dimensional. We like we wanted to be a podcast, but we also we got many interests and we wanted mm, to like exactly. touch on those many interests, but in different ways and not necessarily just talking about them all the mm. time. All right? 
Hell yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I can relate to that. The, um, the podcast is officially heading. Uh, we're going to be doing our um, a superhero stoner comedy film. Oh, uh, wow. Which is right now? It, it, was it the Chronic Crusaders? Was that the name? That <laughs> the Chronic Crusaders. Uh, so yeah, go go uh, donate to us for that because uh, that's the you know the one thing you need when you make a movie money. That's well, the- <laughs> what's that process like? Because I've always like fil- getting into film is something that I'm very passionate about. Sure, that's what I'm going sure. to school for now. So oh hell yeah yeah that's nah, awesome. and Josiah now like Josiah was telling me that you make your own movies and stuff yep. and I wanted to know what was that process like. You know, I I guess I've always kind of had... Is, does she need to go out? All right, maybe we should take a break quick. I'm sorry, guys. No, you good, good. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry, the, the old dogs rule the house, you know. We've got, <laughs> a fucking, got a fucking zoo through here. So, sorry, you were asking about the filming process. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, the first thing you need is a script, right? Mm-hmm. You need an idea. Um, and then you need you need a crew, you need a cast, um, and um, money. That's the that's the uh, biggest thing. Um, honestly, like I I would argue the money should sometimes come before the script because like I'm at, I'm at a point right now where I wrote the script and now I'm like oh I need to get the money and I'm like already like putting all these like pre production things in effect but I'm like I don't really have any money. To- <laughs> so donate donate motherfuckers. Um, besides that, I mean it's just it, yeah I mean it's just about connections. I'm a, a Resource I highly recommend is uh, Iowa Films Facebook page. Okay, that's where I find so many. You find so many actors, so many crew people. Like that's a really good place to start um, if you want some kind of like uh, baseline to figure that out. But hell yeah! So uh, how long have you been doing? Are you how long have you been doing film and that kind of stuff? Would you say? Uh, so I want to say the when I first I've always loved movies, man. Like yeah. growing up, man, I just. I didn't go outside, but so movies is what. <laughs> yeah, movies is sort of my escape. Yeah, I can so, relate to that, man. Yeah, so I just got kind of lost in all the stories that I was watching. So I don't know. It's, it's just always been important to me. And now that I'm older, I understand the the process more, like how to make a film. So that's just something I want to be a part of. Man. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna strive to be. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So let me. So you guys have uh, you've been doing a lot of movie reviews and that kind of stuff. That's mm, kind of one yeah. of the things I noticed about your podcast. I was like, hey, I, you know, I really like that you guys just kind of take movies and delve and right. talk about it. Um, like, what? I guess what type of movies are you into? And like, do you guys have a couple favorites that you know come off the dome? Like, like of all time? Yeah, yeah. Of all, oh, oh, you go first. Man. Right, I'm like, damn, you go. Th- you the movie <laughs> it's guy. A hard, you it's the a movie hard guy. question. That's a hard question, man. Oh, man, off the top, that's kind of tough. But top five. Nah, I can't do that right now. <laughs> He's like but just a couple. Like I, I can tell you some good movies we reviewed this year. Like okay, my favorite sure, movie sure. that's flawless to me that we reviewed this year is Creed Three. Mm, I haven't like, seen any of the Creed. Really? Yeah, I'm, Creed Three is pretty good. Like mm, what else? Mission Impossible. Are you a fan of that series? It's all right. What? <laughs> the last one right. was really good. The last one was You really know, good. I didn't realize how many of those fucking movies they made. Because they, they have a new one, like the seventh one coming out. And yeah, that's like yeah. a two-parter. I was like, holy uh-huh. shit. Yeah, we went to go see it. Yeah. We reviewed it okay. for the podcast. Uh-huh. So it'll be coming out soon. But, man, okay. that movie was really good. Real oh, good. Hell yeah. Um, But me, favorite movies? That's a good one. Um, I would say Rudy. Oh, oh, like the football movie. Yeah, yeah the football oh, movie. Rudy, Rudy, damn. that's one of my favorites of all time. But what, 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 I, I guess just curious, like, why is that like a favorite? Because uh, just the underdog, somebody that's been counting mm. out his whole life. Sure. Proving sure. everybody wrong. Uh-huh. So you like the story? Yeah, I like the story. Okay, okay. Hell yeah. And, wow, that's tough. Man. Yeah, it's <laughs> real tough, yeah. 
I guess what about like uh, do you guys got any favorite directors like oh people, like, yeah most definitely I think John Singleton for me it's like yeah John Singleton is a goat John he directed Boys in the Hood oh yeah. oh oh yeah. Yeah. Boys in the Hood's good yeah, I he, he created the show Snowfall but yeah uh, okay my favorite directors I would say. Martin Scorsese is one of them. Oh, yeah. He's got that new one coming yeah. out. Uh, uh-huh. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. That looks oh, really yeah. good. Um, Antoine Fuqua. He's one of my favorite directors. What has he done? Uh, he did Training Day. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, damn. That was a really yeah, good he movie. did all the Equalizer movies. Oh, so he worked with Denzel. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, man. It's a lot of directors. Just... Train Day is a fucking fantastic yeah. film. <laughs> Yeah, Spielberg. King Kong man. ain't got shit on me. <laughs> like that whole spill, like I know that word for word. You motherfuckers. <laughs> that movie is like just an anxiety-inducing trip. Like the like from beginning to end, you're like, oh my god, yeah. freaking and, out. And it was like a different role for Denzel because I never mm. seen Denzel like play the bad guy, mm. but shit, he killed it. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty early in his career. It's crazy. That's how he. That was the first Oscar he won. Really? Was that the first Oscar he won? I know, I know he won an Oscar for the role, but I feel like he's had better roles that deserve an Oscar. Like the, hur- the hurricane season. John Q. Never, never saw that. Yeah, one of his best roles to me. John Q. What, what other movies he played in? Crazy. I'm going blank right now. I can't think of Denzel <laughs> Washington movies. Denzel That's was crazy. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, he, he was in Philadelphia, wasn't he? The, that was the Tom Hanks? Yep. The football I never saw movie. Oh, okay. So he won a Best Supporting Actor, um, Academy Award in Glory. Oh, remember? yeah, Glory, yeah, with Matthew Broderick. Okay. Did you guys like that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> See, I don't know how I feel about slave movies, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were, I had a, we were just talking about this movie like five episodes ago, and I was kind of going off like, you know, because Hollywood always does these movies where like they have yeah. the enlightened white guy, and he's like acting way better than he would have. <laughs> like, 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 like Brad Pitt in 12 Years a Slave. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. <laughs> like just a white knight that saves yeah. the day. Yeah, right. Like that man. I mean, they did exist, sure, but yeah. they were not as abundant as Hollywood likes to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was kind of ridiculous to me. Oh man. Uh shit. What do you what do you think about like um like movies that like depict um, you know, like black culture, racism, whatever. Like, um, like, do you think that that's gotten better over time? You think it's got worse? Like, what's kind of your opinion on that? Um, well, you, let's you ask uh, that. <laughs> got the hard thing questions. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I'm trying to answer that because I feel like I don't really know how to answer that, honestly. Well, for me, I think there's good ways to tell the stories and there's bad ways to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I think back then the approach was different. Mm. I think now, man, it's just a different audience, and mm. the what the movies they're putting out, they the stories they're trying to tell is not what the audience really need to see because half of the time it's fictionalized. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, you ever seen the movie Harriet? No, I don't yeah, think I have. Do you want exactly that? That's the, really quick? No, that's the point that <laughs> they made a movie by Harriet Tubman and nobody cared about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a. Uh... <laughs> There's a comedian, Hans Kim. He did this bit where he was like, uh, he was talking about like Black Panther, and he's like, yeah, black people finally have a hero, not like Harry Tubman or, or uh, you know, like. <laughs> right. Uh, he just started listing off all these like. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, now we have a pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, Hollywood, yeah, that, uh, yeah, they definitely, yeah, it's, it's become more diverse, but 
man, I don't know, woke culture is yeah, definitely playing a big part. But yeah, yeah it's crazy you brought yeah. up Black Panther. Um, I was just watching a skit. Well, I saw this like a year ago. I forgot somebody, I forgot who it was, but somebody was saying how like when you Google Black Panther, it's the MCU instead of like the actual organization Ooh, Black Panther. Ooh, that's interesting. So yeah, it actually like takes away light from like real like solutions in a black community mm. right you know yeah they're they're kind of they're conforming it and making it their own I'm instead trying, of like responding well okay, so i i didn't finish black panther because i don't know i just the the mark the mcu movies i kind of i don't know trust me oh, i know man trust <laughs> me i know mcu hater in the world <laughs> oh trust really me, i hey, know my man oh, my, my man God. I, down. you know you made a comment about dark knight but you know you've you've turned it around here <laughs> you're, you're on my side now no, you know, I'm the same way. I uh, with those MCU movies, they're kind of just. Uh, I think Martin Scorsese said best: they're not movies, they're theme park rides. Facts, yeah. <laughs> because th- there's no there's no story to tell in that. Like yeah. he, he, he always yes. tries to argue each movie leads to a bigger story. Yes. I want the movie to have its own story that I it, care about, it, not not what comes next in another movie two no, years from now. It does. It's like just take Captain America: Civil War. You seen that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just defeated my whole point. Goddamn, right? <laughs> nah, I think we we, all, we have this big argument because I'm a huge DC fan and he's a Marvel oh, okay. fan. So, okay. And yes, there's been a lot of flops in the DC universe, but <laughs> I feel like what, to me, the best DC movies are what Zack Snyder directed. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. Man. I feel like that that was the best uh, story told in the DC outside of what Nolan did that that comes next to me. Damn. But, well, Nolan's the fucking king of the yeah. DC universe, I would say. Um here's the thing about Zack Snyder. I think Zack Snyder does a really good job with movie moments. Like he makes really big cinematic moments that look really cool and they're, you know, eye candy uh-huh. and it's appealing. But like when he tries to connect it all together just I don't know. Like even 300 like I, that movie was just it was just weird yeah, and was, disconnected. I love three hundred though. Yeah. Like, I, the vision, like I don't know. Like you said, he does create cool moments that that keep you watching. Yeah. So let me let me ask you guys this: What do you think about like uh, like what's more important to you, like the visualization or the story behind it? The story, yeah, the story for sure. I but I feel like the visualization visualization plays a part in it. Yeah, definitely. But the story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, t- in today's times, a lot of a lot of movies are heavily criticized for visual effects, and people don't really pay too much attention to the story. No, because a lot of movies nowadays rely on too much CGI. Right? Yeah. I understand we in advanced technology era, and it's easier for the actors, you know. But yeah. at the same time, you just like we want to like actually enjoy the movie enjoy real scenes like take Mission Impossible for mm. uh, example Tom Cruise those he doing his own stunts yeah like, little yeah. to no CGI in that movie yeah I will give him respect for that 100% like uh, yeah I need to watch more of those movies just for I mean just for that aspect yeah, alone a lot, like, lot of, yeah he does a lot because he, he produces all the movies so pretty much all the effects are done true. practically mm-hmm. do you guys remember uh, seeing that clip of or hearing that clip of him when he was freaking out during God, no, man. I didn't see that. Like, I would have quit. I would have quit. Sorry, pull, I'm sorry, Molly. Pull that up. Yeah, we gotta, that was bad, we gotta listen to this. Shit. Was, that was almost as bad as Christian Bale. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that one. <laughs> Michael Sarah's a good one too. His flip out. Oh, he flipped out. Michael yeah, Sarah. He seemed like a funny. quiet guy. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, he's a quiet guy, but then he gets fucking. Oh yeah, hit that first one. Hit that first one. You gotta unmute it. According to The Sun, the UK tabloid who leaked audio of Tom scolding staff members, the movie star lashed out on set again on Tuesday, raising tensions even this higher recent? on the mission of Yeah, this was, this was during yeah. Yeah. This was the the source adding quote tension has been building for months and see if you can find the original one i hate these i hate when they do the news you like think it's the clip and they're like yeah. oh it's <laughs> just some jackass yeah, clip bait is a bitch type type original clip after that see if that helps okay d yeah do that first one do that first one yeah yeah, this shit was just crazy. Yeah, I, I don't think this was called for. No, it was complete. Like, I, like, pardon me, like, being someone who's been on sets, like, I get it. But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. It's such a thing that, like, and the like, ads, you gotta love the ads. <laughs> <laughs> it's an authority thing. He just, he realizes he has the higher authority. So, pretty much, he enforces it on people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just play it through. We'll, we'll talk till it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that whole thing was crazy. Just the, the hyperization and all that. But like, you know, however you feel about that situation, like right. chewing somebody out for like in front of the entire crew. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because of us. Wasn't this because they were like standing close to each other or something? They had their masks down. Oh yeah, ridiculous. Oh and now looking back at this, this is even more ridiculous. Yeah, right. Because masks literally made zero difference, and that's zero. That's been scientific. Well, and they were outside too. You know, they're outside shooting most of this shit. <laughs> All right, you can. Damn. You can stop it. Yeah, it, that was a crazy time, man. Fucking. And it, you know, that's kind of a weird thing too, like. uh like that the film industry like with like that's something that's never really like been reconciled like that's one of those few industries like you know being in video production like that's one of the few industries like i still hear about covid stuff i still hear like uh -huh. people are still wearing masks and yeah, talking about vaccines. always stuff. testing rapidly every yeah, day uh -huh. every day yeah, yeah i yeah. feel like really permanently changed on like how a lot of studios or life in general just operate now yeah can you imagine can you think back to like five years ago like seeing somebody with a mask <laughs> And how like ridiculous that was, and now you like see him outside, and that's like a regular thing. Yeah, right. you're just like all right. Yeah, yeah. I would have, like you said, just looked at him weird because I don't know. Even now, it's still weird to me. Like you literally walking around in a, with a mask all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I've seen people wear two at the same time. Like oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that's overdoing it right there. <laughs> Especially like we're in 2023, like with all the controversy with um. Because, you know, a lot of people saying it was a hoax. A lot of people saying it was just another form of the code. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's taken a lot less serious now, but it still changed. Like, 
life in general. Yeah. Well, the problem is like it was just such an authoritarian thing, yeah. right? Like if the, if it had just been kind of like a oh hey, there's this really dangerous thing going on, like what well, we think is dangerous, and you know we want people to uh, you know take these precautions, etc. But we're not going to force anything. Right. I think people would have like you know on either side, people would have handled that better, mm-hmm. and, would, and you wouldn't have Tom Cruise screaming at <laughs> screaming at people. <laughs> put it down you know yeah yeah you know there's part of me like there's part of me like as from a business aspect that's like i can understand why like a producer like a manager would like flip out like that because there is a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. but at the same time if you're going to be in that position you have to be capable of like being a human being right like treat people yeah like you you calling them motherfuckers and like yeah (laughs) oh no Yeah, crazy times, man. Yeah. Anyways, movies. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to cut that out. You two might. <laughs> I had a lady come on here. She fucking. Uh, she's talking about. Well, I think what we'll do is we'll part. What what I what my tactic is for what I always do is like I just cut out the word. Mm. Like, that, like what I just yeah, said. Yeah, they're, they're pretty bad about like copy. Well, not even copyrighting. Uh, restricting videos for that. Yeah. Well, really. what they do is they they um they transcribe it. And then if you have that keyword, they automatically flag it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, at least I'm, that's, I'm, I'm assuming that's how it works. Yeah, I, I, you know? I, I beeped out. Uh, I think he's, he mentioned one episode and I beeped it out. Mm, yeah. Man. Yeah, so thanks for making me headache. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no, know I'm they kidding. still take it that serious. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. You can't uh, even talk about like uh, like a stuff like like yeah. from 20 like anything from oh, 2020 wow. is still like yep you can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah 2020 was a crazy year it was like one we was all in the house and then everybody was just on their phone sharing their opinions and then yeah that's how a lot got out and then you had the with biden and um trump yeah that was just od like that you, was crazy yeah what do you guys think about this coming election do you, do you have any predictions I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah. All I know is, hey, if Trump is somehow able to become president while fighting the case, he'd a goat. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's interesting. Like, that kind of killed it for him, I think. Like, yeah. I feel like since that, because. That's a federal case. It really is. And, mm. you know, it's interesting because even though, like, Biden did the exact same fucking thing, like, it's it's still, like, it's still kind of one of those things where you have to be like, yeah, he did fuck up, you right. know? So, it, you, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm i not super behind him, but, um, like, one one candidate I really like is RFK. Um, he has a lot of interesting, in, like, insights and inputs, and, you know, he's very, like, um, very critical about, like, how we handled vaccines and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I mean, it, and the thing that's interesting is he's running on a Democratic ticket. Okay. So he's like, he's uh, challenging Biden. And I'm like, in my mind, that's kind of like, you know, I can go for that candidate, right? I can go for the candidate who's like not going to be, you know, crazy right winged, whatever, but like still have some sense and be like, hey, you know, what? I'm going to play it the smart way and like infiltrate from the inside. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Yeah, okay. I think, well, we live in, we live in Dubuque. Where it's a small town and yeah. I, I feel like. They care about two things in the big politics and football. <laughs> like you got Bears fans, you got Packers fans, and you got Trump supporters, you got Biden supporters, and pretty much you either pick a side or like, get literally. <laughs> like and then there's people like us that just sit back, just watch them fight. Like Yeah, yeah. I feel that. You know, and uh I've kind of learned to like kind of take some steps away from politics myself over these last couple months because 
Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's important. I think everybody should be, like, politically educated and understand uh-huh. what's going on about government, etc. But there is a point where it's like you're laying this... Um, like you're letting this just impact your life too much where it's like, yeah. you know, things that are out of your control, like us talking is not going to change anything that happens in DC. Right. Right. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know, unless I, maybe, maybe I'll get big and, you know, maybe <laughs> I'll run for office. Never know. I kind of want to, I kind of want to run for office as a joke to run for president. Just be, <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of, pre- that's a lot of pressure, man. Hey. Oh no, I wouldn't be serious. I would like, I would, Throw out some ridiculous campaign and just be like, "Yeah, we're just gonna, like, we're gonna give everybody a hooker." And we're gonna give them- hey, if Kanye can get some votes, you can get votes too, hey, yeah. right? right? <laughs> See, they having fun in the White House. They found some coke in there. Hey. <laughs> we're making this the real White House. Seriously, it's the Snow House now. <laughs> oh, oh man, man crazy but- times we live in, man. Yeah. yeah. What do y'all think about Kanye? He made college dropout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I respect him for that. Man. Yeah. Um, like, I appreciate, like, I don't know how, how do I want to work this without what he's doing, he can approach it better. Like, yeah. you know, like if he filters himself just a little bit, because he, he's exposing, telling, telling the truth about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's just. He doing it, like, you doing it in a very, like disrespectful yeah. and hateful way like you man the stuff he's saying I, I can't condone it man uh, yeah did you guys see that uh, Lex Friedman interview he did um, which one was Lex that Friedman. was that the one he's we're talking about the Nazis yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that yeah. you know it, it was because um, I was kind of like I was kind of in the loop before that and I was like hearing his stuff I'm like oh he's just kind of you know going yeah. crazy but you right. watch that interview he's like oh no this man's like actually racist towards Jewish people yeah, <laughs> it, was, yeah it was bad man it was definitely yeah. bad uh, it was really do you think okay let me ask you this do you think he's gonna have a comeback I mean I don't god like, damn it. <laughs> like, I don't really think you can cancel Kanye yeah he's like, too rich yeah he's too mm. big he's too big of a name yeah. like, you take all the brand deals away from him like you look what happened to Adidas when they uh, mm-hmm. want their ways like going, look, going towards bankrupt yeah are they right now well, no, I'm like they were down like I want to say a quarter billion yeah because god they couldn't damn. sell Yeezys no more <laughs> so like that that shows the impact Kanye has and so I don't really think there's no canceling him so he really don't have a comeback to make it's just like him getting a platform to yeah say pretty something. much yeah there's no yeah. more platforms for him anymore yeah mm. i think that's what it is they just de-platform him uh-huh. yeah you know when you go on the alex jones show and he looks like the I same know, one right that's uh, when you know you're like right, because right. jones <laughs> says <laughs> same dude same dude that defended the the, sh- the mass shooting yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, don't think, I don't think he defended it. I think he... Uh, he said it was like a hoax or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was a hoax. Yeah. Man, those masks Kanye wear. Oh, my... I, like, I sweat. So, I'm looking at him, it, it just makes me sweat. Like, bro, you wear that all day in public. <laughs> <laughs> like, basketball games, concerts, events. He just... Uh, the net and Yahoo. Oh I will God. never forget that. Remember, <laughs> 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 uh, you ever seen the Juicy video where Kanye was just staring with the, with the stocking on his head? He's <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> no, was it? Oh man, Juicy was recording Kanye at a concert. It was so funny. Molly, I'm sorry. Do you think you can try to look that up? What Kanye West? What? Yeah, just type in Juicy at Kanye West concert. 
Yeah, Juski is a funny dude. Like, if you go on his page, he will make you laugh for sure. That yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay, it. okay. <laughs> he was just staring. He's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> I guess he just but, can't tell. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of Kanye, I gotta ask. Sure. What is your favorite album by him? <sighs> Probably Graduation. Agreed. Agreed. My, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a close second. Oh, okay. All right. Hot take. This you how think that's overrated? No, 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 not at all. But people kill me when I give this ranking of his albums. Me, his. This how I got his albums ranked. I got Graduation. Okay. College Dropout. Okay. And this is what people drew me at. Late registration. What? Yeah. Bro. I. You know what? Honestly, I'll take it over Life of Pablo. Yes. For sure, yes. He always grilling me because I love Life <laughs> of Pablo. No, okay. Late, I got late registration. <laughs> After that, I got my beautiful Dark Twisted Fanity. After that, I got Yeezus. Then I got Life of Pablo. You got Life of Pablo all the way at the bottom? Yes. Is it I mean, no, worst no, album? He literally got 10 albums. So it's like. No, that's Life of Pablo is top five. You think it's worse than Yeezus, sure. though? Jesus was horrible. Jesus was an awful album. Jesus? Yeah, that was an awful yeah, that was, album. I, I liked it. Nah, man. That there was, there was one single, and it was Black Skinhead. No. Wait. Jesus? Or, wait. Keep... I'm just. Can you look up Jesus? Yeah. Sorry. We'll, Jesus, we'll that's the one he. That's, I remember that's the one he took the picture for the album cover in like a, in a it was car. Like a CD oh. thing. Yeah, like the CD one, right? It was like right? a CD cover, yeah. Yeah, Black Skin... I mean, okay, Bound 2 is technically... Uh, hip, I mean, I don't know. Oh, that song was man. okay. Life of Pablo is still some songs. Black Skinhead's the only good track off the album. Really? You think so? I don't know. Blood, I mean, Blood and Leaves is okay. I guess New Slaves is alright. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's one of his. Oh, I meant Yay. 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 Yeah, that's the one he took the, the, the album uh-huh. cover in the car. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yay. That's what I meant. Yay. Not Yeezus. Yay. That um, the album he did with Cuddy was really good too. Man, I, I just can't get into Kid Cuddy, the no? new kick, the new kid Cuddy. Oh yeah, well, like yeah. He, his Tequila last shots I, was like yeah, the only good song off. His that. last album was like just not it, man. I Honestly, think, oh wait, I think it's time for him to make a graceful exit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was never a big fan of Man on the Moon, like. Just what? Oh my god! Dude. I don't I know. That final, oh, bro. Man. I was oh, listening. That's such a good man. album. Kid Cudi was the guy. In middle it, school, it's some man. great songs that came off that album, but I just feel like he got a cult following. Just, just keeps him relevant. Yeah, you think it, you think it's more like nostalgia? It, yeah, yeah, people are, yeah. Like yeah, you can say the same with that. Frank Ocean. Or he don't even make music no more. Or just wait, who? Frank Ocean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He. What, what, wait, blonde. He had blonde, and then a uh, singles. Blonde and um, what's the orange? Orange channel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Orange channel is probably well. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's what? hard to. Those are both such good yeah, albums. Great, great, great. I'm not a big R and B guy, man. I'm not either. But there's something about yeah. Frank Ocean that's just like he does it poppier, so it's a little more <laughs> listenable. You only got what, like one or two albums? Two albums. Yeah. Two? Yeah, and he's been out like ten years. I mean, yeah, those but, are two great albums. Yeah, like, he spent. I think four or five years on Blonde. Uh huh. Like he spent a long time making. I mean, a lot of it was legal reasons, but like, yeah. Um, he spent like a long time making that album. Like he really made it crisp, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you ever hear the story of how he like technically finessed the rap game? Like no, he no. put out some. So he got money from a label. I could be wrong, but he the money he got from his label he put it towards a decoy album 
dropped that like shitty project, whatever. The very next day, mm. I think he dropped. It oh was yeah, I did read this or, one. I think he dropped blonde. He dropped blonde, blonde and what went number one in like ten different countries as an independent mm. artist. Yes, I do remember that happening. It was uh, he did like it was like a film with Apple or something. Yep. Yeah. It was like like it was the it was an album, but like he just put it out as a video. Right. Never, and then yeah, and then he released Blonde. Uh huh. So I I just think that was smart. Yeah, how he just really smart. exposed the industry like that because yeah, really smart. Well, and he was he was one of the first ones to like reject the Grammy. Like what? he was doing that way before, like you know, all these people. Have been oh in. yeah. Like 2016, he got invited, and he was like, "No, fuck you! I'm not doing the Grammys." Like, I think Eminem did it before him. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I could be wrong, but I know Eminem. He was anti-Grammy for a while because you never see Eminem, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe this is a hot take, but I feel like he's falling off. Agree. I feel like he's fifty. I mean, well, what, look at Lil Wayne. He's been he's been yeah, to the top. Exactly. Yeah, Lil like, Wayne's still killing it. Bro, Lil Wayne was like thirty six, thirty seven. But look at all, look at no, all the mixtapes. Lil Wayne is not. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne can't be forty yet. He's not. No, he's 40. not. I don't think he's forty yet. He's really. Yeah. Like he did get started really if young. If he's, uh, yeah. he got to be at least forty. No, no more than that. Forty. Exactly forty. Okay. But yeah, I, that, that's impressive though. I didn't think he was that young. I don't like well, Eminem. Like I'll say, yeah, Eminem hater. You know, I love Eminem, <laughs> but I'll say the last album I kind of like enjoyed by him was the Kamikaze album. That album got a lot of hate, but I can't. Yeah, I don't think it was, that was a that lot, good. It was okay. Quite a couple few, hits. Yeah, a couple hits. I was with the American flag on the on the front, right? With no, the jet? No, 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 no. That no. was with the jet. It was with the Jeff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was almost like a knockoff of the Beastie Boys. I like what yeah. he did with the last album. Like he kind of played uh, music to be murdered by. It was like a. It was like a. Oh, that album was trash. But bro. it was. I love what he did with the, with the Hitchcock. <laughs> like how like how he did the album rollout. Oh, I I didn't even listen. To I, I love Alfred Hitchcock movies, so I, yeah. I I love what he did. Like in the beginning of those mm-hmm. first like couple of songs. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, you watching the Alfred Hitchcock movie? Yes. Yeah, I was just about to say, um, like Rear Window is like that's probably my all time favorite one by him. Um, but like I, you know, I feel like like I grew up in a really like uh, restrictive household. Like my parents were like strict Catholic, sure. like just really like a lot of censorship. So yeah. like, uh, you know, a lot of people like grew up watching anime and shit. Like I grew up watching like old movies, and Rear Window was like uh-huh. I started watching that show when I was like eight. And I just like I love that movie. Or something. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Oh, man, no Psycho. Psycho's good. Psycho's good. Um, I don't think it's better though. What? Psycho is a classic. I think that started the whole slasher thing. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, look, they um, was it the the scene from Psycho where I think they did seventy two different cuts of the shower scene. Yeah, there's like 72 different cuts in that scene. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Molly, I'm so sorry. You, you're going to hate me. Uh, <laughs> play play the scene from Psycho, but just make sure to uh, mute the sound so we don't... Yeah, I know it was a lot of... It was, it was a, there were a lot of camera cuts in that part. Yeah. Why, why did But that's read- one of the most iconic kill scenes in the yeah, horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Really? Why did I don't know. I just feel it? like it ended weird, you know? Oh, what that... I think it ended with him smiling and then it cut to black at the end when they found the car in the, yeah. in the swamp. Yeah, but it just kind of had a weird. It's Hitchcock, man. Do it like right there, yeah. Um, you know that's Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's how did insane. I not know that? That's crazy. Mother and daughter are the original screen queens. Well, wasn't she related <laughs> to Hitchcock in some way by through marriage or something? 
I'm not sure. I know. I'm not what, sure what's her name? Janet Lee. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it ta- you gotta give it what? Let the killer. You know, it's too bad they just didn't tilt that camera down a little <laughs> more. You know? Just give a couple more feet down. Too bad it's the '60s, man. Dude, if they made well, they did remake this movie, but like it they was, did this what, now, it'd yeah, be what? like it'd be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, did you see the remake with uh, Vince? No, Mom? I heard it was so bad. It was that horrible. Didn't even... They they literally tried to copy and paste everything. Sure. Man. Oh, of course, of course. It just didn't work. So yeah, obviously they're kind of dragging out the cuts, but like yeah, when this hits, All I the music. see how many cuts they do. It's like a cut every second. Uh, up top, close shot, over. Yeah, like every. I know they shot this a bunch of times. Oh wow! No stab wounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the sixties. The sixties. Oh yeah. Did every girl back then look like Marilyn Monroe? Or I don't. <laughs> Pretty much. That was like <laughs> yeah, the look. That was the typical movie star back then. Yeah, they wanted a blonde female. That's good. Yeah, I'm fucking crazy. That I mean, it is a really good movie, but I don't know. There's just something about Rear Window, like from like. I think it's just how it's told. It's okay. like it's told in a really interesting yeah, way. Yeah, right? he has a very unique style. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, Vertigo. I also really enjoyed Vertigo. Vertigo that was, was a fucking good, good movie. Vertigo was a classic. Like that ending, you're just like I watched that in a film class one time. Oh, really? <laughs> That's yeah. how I've heard of a lot of these classes. Uh-huh. Just watching, taking different film classes. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! No, Hitchcock's the man. I, I really want to see that. Um, they did the mo- They did like the. Uh, I think Anthony Hopkins was in it. Anthony Hopkins played uh, Hitchcock. He played Hitchcock in a I movie? I think so. Maybe I'm full of shit. I'm sorry, Molly. I'm really putting you to work. That's <laughs> 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 what happens when you talk movies. Uh, uh, yeah, try just Hitchcock. Just Hitchcock, yeah. I don't know he's playing Hitchcock. Anthony Hopkins. Hello, yep, yep. hello Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie, too. But yeah, man, uh, I need to watch that one, but... Yeah, like Hitchcock's a man. It, I mean, shit, the Masters of Suspense. I think it's uh-huh. uh, I think it's appropriately named. Yeah, uh, a lot, so, of, lot of movies, a lot of people follow his formula. Okay. Yeah, so, well, and that's kind of a thing that I think that's really missing in most horror movies is that it went away from that. Yeah. Just, like the genius, like suspensefulness of Hitchcock. It kind mm-hmm. of came from that, or went away from that to like you know the gory, which is fine. I mean, like me and Molly watch gory horror movies all the yeah, time. Yeah, you don't, got, it, you don't but, got the storytellers anymore. You don't got the. The Wes yeah. Cravens, the John uh-huh. Carpenters anymore. Actually, um, did you see the new Scream Six? No, oh, I haven't yet. Oh, man, I really love the suspense and that. It's yeah. good. I heard it was good. It was great. One of the best Scream movies I ever seen, mm-hmm. besides the original one. I only saw the first two. That's no. Those, those are the best ones, to be honest. <laughs> oh no. Well, okay. part six is really part good. Six. Part Wait, six. You have to watch part five to understand part six. Part mm-hmm. five was it was okay, but six it took it to another level because. You got the acting, you got the story, and you got yeah. that suspense. And it's like, and it wasn't predictable like a typical screen movie. You know how it's all predictable. Sure. No, sure. the twist and turn in this movie was crazy. Yeah, and they, awesome. they kind of they kind of went the metal way. It was very metal. <laughs> like they weren't running from the the stereotypes of the movie. They were making jokes of it in the dialogue. Uh, mm-hmm. I see. Well, and <clears throat> I can appreciate that because I mean I think that's what made the first screen yeah. so good. Yeah, Wes Craven was a master, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, movies, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing that was genius about him making that movie is like he, like he was so fundamental in the beginning of horror. So for him to like kind of dial it back and almost make fun of himself yeah. and like the <laughs> genre as a whole, <clears throat> like literally like talking about like Nightmare and Elm, like having yeah, characters he, talk yeah, about he threw a joke in there. Yeah, I was yeah. watching a documentary on how like, <laughs> like, like the behind the scenes of all that going on. Yeah, yeah. 
it's fucking crazy but yeah what do you guys have like a favorite horror director horror director yeah wow like you said i don't i got three okay john carpenter hell yeah Wes craven hell yeah Ooh, that's a good wait who filmed the michael myers uh john carpenter okay john carpenter yeah okay yeah oh man that's a great one that's a great question horror you guys fuck with the Ari Aster? Ari, what movie did he make? He did. He's a newer one. He did Hereditary, Midsummer. He just did the. Bullet, I heard of Hereditary. Hereditary. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen I've it. I've seen it. It was not good to me. I remember going. I swear. Leave. I, I remember. Leave. I remember going to the theater. We had the options to cho- watch Hereditary or what? What just came out? It was a cartoon movie that just came out. I saw it in 3D. I really wish I saw that cartoon movie in 3D. Like, oh, it just wasn't like appealing to me. Like, what, what are some of the greatest horror movies of all time? If you could, if you could name three, Exorcist. Okay. Um, probably Halloween. Honestly, I mean, it was the, the, first the OG. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was the first slasher movie. I mean, the real first yeah, real the slasher. Real slasher movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> honestly, I gotta say Hereditary. <laughs> Right. I gotta watch this it. I gotta check it out. It's the scariest. Like to this day, I've seen the movie like probably four or five times, and oh, wow. still steers the show. You know what? Watch it. What movie I would put over Hereditary? Sure. Insidious. <laughs> the Insidious. I, I haven't Insidious watched that series. since like 2010. It's a good movie, but it's not as good as Hereditary. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It's like the story and how like number three connected back to number one. It, it was, I don't know. It was just it was just all great to me, and it, it was fucking terrifying. Like. That that one scene when they're at the table and then like the red face, like mm. you cannot tell me you ain't almost pissed your pants when you saw that. Well, uh, look, I, I mean, Insidious ah. has great Insidious has great jump scares, but I think there's something about Hereditary where, like, what we we're talking about before, like it truly built. I think it had the best of both worlds. It gave you that true horror feel. Yeah, it had the true mm. horror feel, and it also had the jump scare effect. Okay, like there's a scene where like. I don't want to spoil it, but th- there's a scene where uh, someone's head comes off, and it's like it's all dragged out, and then just like cuts to the rotting head and on the road, and it's like so jarring. You're like, <laughs> to this day, I have to like cover my eyes because I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucking. <laughs> yeah, Ari Aster's the man. Um, but yeah, those are probably my top three: okay. Hered- Hereditary, Halloween. Uh, shit. Well, we're about to start a movie horror podcast, so maybe. Maybe that'll be one of the three movies that we'll mm-hmm. that we'll do. It's great. Me and Cell is actually going to a, a horror convention in a couple weeks. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Where at? Uh, it's in Chicago. Well, it's, yeah, it's in Chicago. It's called uh, Flashback Weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And the okay. lineup they got there is crazy. Like, yeah, uh, they they got Dick Warlock. He played Michael Myers in Halloween too. Ooh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, they got uh, Kane Hodder. Yeah, Kane Hodder. He played Jason in four of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. They got nice, the nice. the original um, kid from Child's Play. What's his name? Andy Barkley. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. he he's going to be there. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I almost had um, <clears throat> um, if they're listening, reach out to me. But um, I had come in contact with the guy who played uh, um, Jason in like the first Friday Thirteenth, but like as a kid. Okay. Because you know that first one, it's like his mom. And then the second one, it's, it's yeah. Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like I had a mutual friend who knew him because like I guess I guess he does a lot of stuff with rock bands and stuff now. That kid, the guy, the you know kid, obviously he's grown up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, that was you talking of, about the kid from the original movie that came yeah. up in the water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I I was about to have him on. I don't know, maybe I'll have to hit him up again. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, some 
Yeah, horror is definitely one of my favorite genres. That's something I could just sit and watch all day. Mm-hmm. I agree, I agree. Do you think that it's improved or no? No, you think it's going down? Yeah, I feel like it's only going down. I feel like they're relying too much on nostalgia. We're getting a lot of remakes. Like, <sighs> yeah, well, that's just the film industry in general. Yeah, I think they're running out of ideas for horror movies because you don't got those same pillars of the community still standing around. Like. Like mm-hmm. like I said, the John Carpenters or the Wes Cravens, the, mm-hmm. who can tell their own stories and keep it scary while also keeping the audience engaged with what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the problem with horror movies is they're so cheap to make. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, it, it's, of course, going to be the genre that people are just going to be like, okay, we'll just do this, 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 and we'll make mm-hmm. money off yeah, it. Yeah, because know? essentially, like, all horror movies back in the day, like in the 80s and 90s, were all low budget. They were all made on a million dollars. Yep. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, I... I do agree with you, but I do think in a sense, like, I don't know, maybe it's kind of fallen off in the last couple of years, but I felt like the 2010s was, like, a great decade oh, for yeah. horror. I feel like it, like, that was just quality horror films yeah. that decade. You know, um, they had The Babadook, um, the, what was it, uh, Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Was that was good. Don't Breathe, yeah, I saw that. What was that? You never saw it? I said I saw that. Yeah, oh, don't breathe. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. trying to think. What else came in, out in that era? Well, I was only 10, so it's, like, <laughs> it's hard to like really think. How old are you guys? I'm 22. I'm 23. God damn. Yeah. Y'all, y'all got like 10 years on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm tw- almost 28. <laughs> yeah, you're still young, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they tell me. That's like, I feel old, but... <laughs> Just watch some Gary V videos. Then. Gary V? Yeah. Oh, you don't know who Gary V is? I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, my. It's like some dude. He be on, like, social media. He's, like, 50. He like, oh, I worked with my dad in a wine store when I was 28. You're a fucking baby. You have time to do what you want. <laughs> like, he, he's a great motivational speaker. I'm not going to lie. Like, what type of motivation you get? Like, like, like if, y'all watch, if y'all watch his videos, y'all know exactly. Y'all go see. That's like some David Groggin shit. You guys heard of him? Oh, that dude is fucking insane. He like, is insane. Well, I was listening to the first episode. He was on Chirruca. Uh-huh. He said, uh, motivation is for pussies. It's drive uh-huh. and obsession. <laughs> like, bro, sound like a, sound like a top G. Like, <laughs> like he was in the Navy SEALs or the, was yep. it the Marines? Navy SEALs? Navy SEALs, yeah. yeah. And th- he got the world record for pull-ups. And mm-hmm. he got some type of, like, record for, like, most m- miles ran in the marathon. Or the fastest time in a marathon or something i think it was the i don't think it was the fastest i think it was the most miles he did i'm trying to remember what the number was i think i want to say it was like 200 miles in 36 hours uh-huh. yeah running and he, for 36 hours geez, straight. straight like the dude mindset is just he like got on a podcast level. he was on yeah, a joe rogan yeah, yeah. podcast oh, okay. i think he, he has his own too joe rogan, oh, yeah, all kind i of think so man that's one thing I like about Joe Rogan's like he's so well diverse and yeah, he's kind of yeah. like in the middle with like all like his guests because he I has agree. politicians, comedians, mm-hmm. actors, athletes. So uh, yeah, that's one thing I like about Joe Rogan. What, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Um, you know, kind of it it changes and fades. Um, right now I'm really into the Lex Friedman show. Um, I've been into him for a while, but I think he's I don't know him as an interviewer. I kind of like sometimes he kind of. Uh, for lack of a better term, I think he kind of pussies out. <laughs> like he he interviewed like Mark Zuckerberg, and like I was like screaming at the radio like, "No, ask him this question!" <laughs> <laughs> you know? And he had the CEO for Pfizer on. It was like the same thing. I'm like yelling at the stereo like, nah. "You motherfucker!" <laughs> gotta save face. Gotta save face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I you know I I think the benefit to Lex Friedman 
is I think he tries to do the same thing as Joe Rogan, but he is able to get he's able to have a more middle ground mm. type like he like able to pull from both sides a lot mm-hmm. easier than Joe Rogan because you know however you feel about him like Joe Rogan has kind of like you know through the media or whatever he kind of has like a right leaning um mm-hmm. you know aurora to him like people just kind of assume that when they think of Joe Rogan they think he's like on the right which isn't true yeah i mean but like yeah one if anybody thinking that watch the episode with Ben Shapiro or Shapiro, Shapiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like yeah Going back and forth with him, that's when I realized Joe Rogan's not like right wing. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, one issue that they both they they really disagree on is like gay marriage. Uh huh. And like he like he'll tell him that to his face. He's like, yeah, I don't agree with your opinion on gay marriage. Like I think it's okay. And Ben Shapiro's against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, is, with Ben, I think it's like religious beliefs with him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I do like love. Um, like Ben Shapiro, like in his like in his prime, quote unquote, his prime. Like I did really like a lot of like the, um, you know, because he was. I think he was one of the. He was like at the forefront of like the anti woke stuff, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, in hindsight, it's kind of stupid that he's like arguing with college kids, but at the same time, like he brought a lot of like interesting points. Yeah, for to sure. the thing, you know, um, you know, Jordan Peterson also did that, and mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of weird that over the like you know talking about like the 2010s, you know, like that was kind of their prime, and then like. You know, Jordan Pearson kind of fell off. Shapiro kind of fell off. But, like, those ideas still, like, resonate. Right. Yeah, I th- it's just different times, man. You, well, everybody having their own personal voice on the internet now. Like, a lot of people aren't paying attention to those people that maybe were on all these big platforms now. Right. Yeah. And times are changing. Like, just think about, like, early 2000, if you came out as gay. Like, yeah. man. Yeah. You'll get crucified, but nowadays it's accepted, and I'm with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I am too. You know, we had a, oh, actually Aubrey, uh, we had Aubrey on this last episode, and he was, uh, he was telling like, you know, I haven't, I don't really get emotional in the podcast, but like that was like when he told me this, it was like the only time that like with a guest I've been emotional. He told me about because his brother passed away, his brother, mm. his brother took his own life, mm. and um, mm. he was, he was like, uh, he was like coming out, like he was struggling with his own sexuality and like right. um, trying to figure out if he was a homosexual or not, and uh, he confronted the, or not confronted, he. Uh, um, um, abided like in this pastor's wife or something and he like asked her about it and he was like hey I'm really struggling like I have these feelings but like you know I'm Christian so and then she kind of just like was really flippant and just kind of like told him like oh like how you're feeling is wrong and like that conversation happened like days before he killed himself wow and like he was telling me this and I was just like oh my god like that. that's crazy it fucking hurts man yeah that's insane like you just never know what the, the demons people battling on the inside exactly <sighs> and like the fact that he wanted someone he thought he can trust and mm-hmm. like and they just yeah they, they, they that could be the reason that he's not here today you know? exactly man it's fucked up I think a lot of people struggle with that though like you they they put on a brave face in front of others mm-hmm yeah, I I mean me personally I've done that before, but because I don't I don't think people that what I don't see the hesitation in letting others know when you're going through a rough time. Mm. I've yeah. learned to come out of that, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've been doing better ever since. I think Good. most people are afraid of the judgment, like you yeah, know, yeah, like it could be a pride thing or it could be just like hey, I'm figuring out my own thing, but. I don't know, like, I like to get through it and then tell people. Because, like, if I, I got to trust somebody to, like, you know, really, yeah. really trust somebody. Yeah, that's a hard thing to do. I, maybe just this is just for me, but, I mean, like, I have a hard time, like, figuring out, like, okay, who who are the people that I can, like, tell this really intimate shit to? Right. 
you know it's uh in the world of like social media and like you know people are people are so quick to just switch sides or backstab you know if you say one thing Uh you know it's it's hard it's a hard world like you know all the benefits of social media aside like it's also making us really lonely yeah Mm -hmm. i think like i think when you have a platform where people can just spout their opinion all day that's going to like create a persona that you may not necessarily like, intend to have and then that's going to drive people away you know that's really sad. it's definitely i think social media is very divisive because you got mm. people who voice their opinions but there's also the same argument oh my opinion matters more than yours mm-hmm. and then a lot of cyberbullying man because you go on celebrities pages and just look at the comments <laughs> Oh my God, bro! <laughs> I will say I'm not as sympathetic to celebrities because yeah, they worth right. millions of dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, they, they can cry in a Ferrari. Yeah, right. if, if they hate looking at their social media, they can hire someone to do it for them. Right? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Katy right. Perry's butt hurt because someone called her name. I don't. Oh my God! That video of her eye, like she was like like twitching she was smacking her face making her eye go straight it was bad she was glitching out man you didn't oh, see man. that no oh my god i'm so sorry molly can you <laughs> 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 what, what is Katy perry twitching uh yeah go like type in Katy perry eye or like i mm. it was bad no i the tiger <laughs> <laughs> is it a concert Type in oh do that second one. Try that second one. Yeah, it's that right there. Oh, if they go zoom, man. See her eye? <laughs> she is tripping, bro. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, her eye, bro. What? what Whoa. What? Yeah. Wait, do you think she had to think <laughs> that Justin Bieber had when That's like, what I thought. half of his face was paralyzed? Are those like, are those like cans under cans? Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> the, what like it looked like she had like a can, bro. I don't know, man. Pa- pause that. Yeah, those are cans under cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she's known for dressing, having different attires from the average pop star. Yeah, her T one thousand on just started glitching out. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Terminator reference. Yeah. Nobody caught that. Right. I caught that. I caught that. I am from the future. Come with me if you want, want to, to live. live. Yeah, he took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> In the future, there's no Katy Perry. Man, I love that movie. I love Hell that yeah. franchise, honestly. I wouldn't yeah. say the franchise. The first two movies are good. Really? Yeah. yeah. The, the two James Cameron directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the only the really good two. I agree. The third one was okay, but like again, that was more of a visual thing. Like yeah. the reason that movie was enjoyable is because it was like visually at the time you're like, oh my god, this is crazy. That's yeah, T two. I I fucking <laughs> that was the first movie I watched oh. on acid actually. <laughs> <laughs> How did that oh, go? Man. That was awesome. <laughs> I was crying at the end. He's like getting lifted in lava. I'm like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> I've connected with this robot way more than I thought he would. What do you think of James Cameron though? Oh, I mean, I think he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I mean, what's he even done recently? Avatar. Avatar. Oh, the, yeah. Okay, Avatar. I don't like. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Avatar. It's a great story, it's just so long. It's like, Pocahontas, bro. 
Facts. <laughs> and wow, one he just made me rethink life. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. You wanna know what's crazy? You know though, like Josiah, you know the um those big machines that they had the, the army general standing there that had the long arm? Yeah. That was the same thing from aliens too. Exa- literally the exact same thing. The Man. exact same thing. Yeah. I mean, People, you know, people talk shit about Titanic like it's like a chick flick or whatever. I think it's a fantastic film. Yeah, uh, I'll right, sit yeah. down and watch that tonight. Like I don't give a fuck. It's like the spectacle of it, and like it's a great could, story. You think he could have fit on the um? On a, on a <laughs> 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 I saw a meme recently where it was like, "There's no room," and it's like, um, it's like the board, and it also has like flower pots. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there was so much fucking room on that thing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Leo didn't win an Oscar for that. No, yeah. Oh, like it's he was still really young. Though. Yeah, I, yeah. He was definitely still like I wouldn't say new to acting, but he didn't have very many major roles under his belt at that point. I think he had what's yeah. Eden Gilbert's great at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, actually, he did win an Oscar for that. He won an Oscar for yeah. that. Yeah, that I, I could see that. That was a good role. For him. Yeah, he yeah. was. How old was he? He was like nineteen. Really? Man, he was no, young. he was younger than that. I yeah. was oh. for uh, what's he in Gilbert Grape? I, I know he was young. He yeah. was young. Yeah, who else was in that movie? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yep, him and Johnny Depp. Yep. 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 I I, th- I want to say he was like twelve when he made that movie. Yeah, because he was super young. Like, I killed him, Gilbert. <laughs> 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 oh, he was nineteen. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah. Look at Sellers. Oh, full shit. Sellers I'm doing his homework. Shit. <laughs> that's, that's a great movie, man. Great movie. Yeah, The Wolf on Wall Street is one thing he should have won. Oh, Martin, that, that's another Martin Scorsese movie. Man. That was a great film. I saw, you know, funny story about that movie. I I, uh, I saw that in the theater. That was like uh, that was like one of the first dates with a girlfriend I had at the time. And we were like 17, you know, like like just able to get into an R movie. Right. And uh, we go up to the counter. And this is like small town Iowa, so it's even funnier. And they're like, just warning you, this movie's a little racy. <laughs> and we get it. It's like this is a porno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that scene with uh, him and Matthew McConaughey when he's beating on the table, like, yeah, so funny to me. That's the funniest thing I ever heard talking about jerking off. Yeah. I, I jerk off three times a day, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's nothing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he walked away from Oscar from that. He Matthew did. Kanye. Yeah, I'm oh, pretty sure. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was only in that movie for like ten minutes. Really? <laughs> Damn, thanks. Wow, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know that was like Margot Robbie's like big debut. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because uh, she played, the, uh, did she play his wife? Yep. Man, yep. she's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you guys going to see that new Barbie movie? I already saw it. Probably not. What? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah, pro- probably not. I don't know. Nah, nah. Not really for me. We we are going to go see Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer this weekend. I, I, I want to check it out just because it's a Nolan movie, but I don't get why are they pairing the promotion with uh, with that movie with Barbie? They're calling it Barbie Heimer. Yeah, so I mean, they just happened to come out the same weekend, so then I think everybody just was like, oh, we're good. Like, I guess that like, the company didn't have to put any promo into it because <laughs> Barbie's doing the promo itself for the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't. I think if Barbie wasn't promoting this movie, it would do horrible at the box office. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I understand where the movie's coming from. Like they're trying to do like a like satirical and like making fun of it. But I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna be that good. I don't. Was mm-hmm. is this a story we really needed about exactly. the guy that created the atomic bomb that killed over one hundred twenty five thousand oh, oh, people? Oh, that. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, Ukraine. 
I mean, come on. I mean, this movie, this movie is so historically relevant. I mean, I think it's probably yeah. the most historically re- It might be the most historically relevant movie of the decade, in my opinion. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, you're right. This, this guy definitely did change the world. Yeah. That's but, crazy. man, I, like I said, man, I don't know, man. It's just, I feel like, I don't know. I, I trust Christopher Nolan to tell a good story. Yeah. So, I think I'm, I'm looking at it from, a, from the outside. Yeah, this yeah. is the guy that made the atomic bomb. That's all I'm looking at it as, right. instead yeah. of like what was truly going on at the time. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I think if you're gonna get that nitpicky with it, then I, I don't know what to tell you. you know, no, it's, no, it's no. Movie. I'm not looking at it like no, that. No, I wasn't like saying that. you. I just like just people in general. You know, people are gonna be like, oh, like you're gonna have like a book in the theater. They're gonna be like, nah, oh, I, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really excited for it. I think uh, you know. Uh, was it Roger Eager? He said, uh, crit- "Criticizing films is is important because films are important." Yeah. Right, and I, I'm a huge believer in that. You know, um, you know, any kind of media form, but especially film. Like, there's so many times in history where it's just changed, like the cultural and like audience opinion on things. And like, yeah, I mean, I think it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, think even think of like, like look at like AI, right? Like, um, yeah. like a movie like Ex Machina, or even a movie like 2001: Space Odyssey. And like how how much of a role those movies have played into like how AI is both presented to us and how we understand it. I mean, it's insane. And what's crazy is a lot of these people are ahead of the time, like man, because a lot of these movie directors and writers they predicted the AI situation before it even happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, they like, were fucking on point with all the computer <laughs> shit. Yeah, like look look at Terminator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like they trying to put chips in humans now. <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think about AI? I think it's cool and dangerous at the same time. Yeah, for real. Mm. Like I, I love hearing these new AI songs coming out because I love AI Drake. I'm a big huge fan. <laughs> but it's just too real at the same yeah. time. Just imagine you in court and you hear your voice on something you didn't do. Like that's the scary thing, man. That's the really scary thing. Or this Chat GPT stuff was. Man, and now you see the uh, not the writer strike and the actor strike going on. They trying to use actors' likeness from AI and use their voice, and yeah. they using AI to write scripts now. So, yeah. yeah. Do you think it's ever gonna hit that? Do you think it's ever gonna hit that point where like like ChatGPT is able to do it as good as people are? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, no. you think it will? Yeah, no, man. it just takes all the authenticity out of it. Like, yeah, like the energy out of it because it's like computerized essentially. Honestly, mm-hmm. like. I, nah, man. I think humans all have patterns, and w- when there's a a great system built within to catch that pattern, it picks up. Like, like for instance, what we saw in Mission Impossible. Uh huh. The like the whole base of that movie, the newer one, is this big entity, like a, a artificial intelligence system, that picks up patterns and basically gets to know the human just from answering a few questions. Damn. So that that's how I feel about it. yeah. I think it's I think it's only gonna get more advanced throughout the years, and honestly, within the next five to ten years, it could be pretty dangerous. I, I, like what AI, like like I said, they're just robots. Yeah, they pick up, but with humans, we have feelings, emotions, and stuff. So yeah, like, we have um, original ideas. I yeah. think that's like here. I, I guess here's my take on AI. If it gets a consciousness, like if it gains consciousness, then we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Then then it's gonna be. In um, a superior being, and it's going to be able to do these things. Right. But right now, I don't know. It doesn't seem like like 
I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I tend to be on the more optimistic side of AI. Like I just, I just don't see it crossing that path. Like I, like right now, the reason AI, like it's impressive as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Right. But all it's doing is pulling from the internet. Yeah. It's not create. I mean, it's kind of creating new ideas, but it's not like purely new. It's like, oh, here's an idea based off this, based off this, and I'm gonna create into one thing. Man, mm-hmm. but isn't it crazy though how it just can like build this own. Like, 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 let's say for a movie script, it can give you a whole movie script just out of nothing. Yeah, but I mean, quality, man. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, I've, from what I've heard, it's been pretty shitty stories made out of the yeah. AI. But yeah. you know, it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast today, and uh, one of the guys was talking about how his nephew, his little nephew, like watches like AI built stuff and they love it. Mm. I think that's an interesting point that I didn't think of. Like, you know, maybe our generation is able to see, like, hey, this mm. is just ai but the younger generations like maybe they're going to be fooled and they're going to think oh this is like great this is fantastic and then that's going to change the time yeah, yeah you but know? you using ai for actors likeness and voice that that got to be fucked up i see why they're striking I right now i agree yeah. i mean i <sighs> yeah like, i don't know I, I don't really know what the use of a strike is personally i think i think the better alternative would just be like hey let's make our own shit I, yeah, you know? I think yeah, independent movies is definitely the way to go. But like like you said, actors got to pay the bills, and yeah, in the acting yeah. business, there's no no guarantees. Like <clears throat> no, you live from job to job. Yep. Mm-hmm. But with streaming now, it's so fucked up because that's a lot of missed money that's going to the executive's pocket. Yeah, like, because you 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 can have the number one streaming show, but you don't see those residuals. Yeah, we re- we recently had uh, Lloyd White on. Who uh, I've worked with him. He's a he does independent films and stuff. Um, and his takeout was like, like the problem isn't that the AI is going to beat the the writers necessarily. It's that the executives are going to look at this and say, see if that's a cheaper option, and just yeah. go that route. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, it's just going to be. I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just going to see what happens. Right. I mean, I think the next few years, think these things are going to play out. You know, uh, going back to open uh, like Oppenheimer. Like, you know, maybe a movie like that. Like, I don't think an AI could create yeah. a three-hour <laughs> epic about Especially you can't copy Nolan style. Exactly, exactly. Right. I don't know, man. I, it could happen, but I, I tend to be optimistic. Yeah, I'm just I'm just pissed about all the movies and TV shows that are being yeah. shut down. Oh, right yeah. Because now. now your favorite show or movie won't come out for a few years. Like, you saw they pushed Euphoria back to 2026. Mm, I never saw that. Oh, yeah, that I was good. late on it too. Me too. Like, but once I got all my bias out of it and I actually watched it for myself, it's a good, good watch. Yeah, I it definitely is. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like an asshole, but um, that show has always been kind of like I, 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 I've seen it, but like I always kind of assumed like it was kind of just like the woke wash type of show. Nah, like it's definitely of, not, man. It's, no, I think it, it has a story for everybody. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, because it's an ensemble cast. It's not just built around one character. Yeah. Everybody's having their mm-hmm. own struggles. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Man, it's de- it, it definitely it has something for everybody that has their own personal problems. Right. Yeah. Well, like I always say, I'll add it to the list. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I've been watching uh, the Wire. Oh, oh, I remember classic. that. Yeah, my Such brother used man. to watch that all the time. Yeah, you know what? I just started watching that recently. Really? I'm on season three so far. Ooh, I'm on season three right now. Yeah, too. so I job. just because my cousin told me to watch it because I I love crime drama. That's uh-huh. yeah. like some of the favorite my favorite TV shows are crime drama like Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. The Sopranos, or like mm-hmm. Power. So yeah, I've been trying to watch The Wire just to yeah. just to see what the hype is, and it's actually really good. It's yeah, so good. it was. I feel like I'm not gonna say it was, but. Before it's time, because a lot of that was going on, like 
back when that came out. Mm-hmm. But you see a lot of modern day TV shows. I won't say ripping from it, but kind of like you see similarities in it. Sure, like kind of. Well, you know the thing that's <clears throat> excuse me the thing that's so unique about that show compared to every other cop show is that every other cop show has a bias, right? Like, they're like, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys. The Wire has no good guys. Everybody's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> the cops, the criminals, Everybody everybody's dirty, just, man. Yeah, they have, like, no moral fiber. They're just, like, they're doing it for... Or um, I saw a, uh, I saw an essay that kind of laid it out perfectly. There's a scene in the, um, in the first season where um, D'Angelo's talking to, like, his other... Um, the other, like, dealers or whatever about, like... And they're doing, like, a chess game. And he's basically just mm, like he sets talking. up the theme for the show, which is like, um, like uh, the chain command, like the whole theme of the show is like you're just in the chain command. And you just gotta follow your. Was that the pilot? Um, I don't think it was the pilot. It might have been, might have been one of the first couple episodes. But yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of set up the theme for the whole show yeah. where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, on the police side, there's you know you got obey your lieutenant, sergeant, whatever. And on the drug side, it's like, hey, your your boss or whatever the. Capo, as the Italians would say. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they're the they're the head head G, you know. So yeah, man. Well, I love crime. Crime, crime yeah. is like some of my favorite genres to watch, man. But mm-hmm. I think Martin Scorsese, his movies really got me hooked on to that genre. Yeah, because Good Goodfellas is an oh amazing. Oh my god, movie. such a oh, good great movie. movie. Yeah, Goodfellas. Well, I like hot take. I enjoy Conceito so much better. Really? I think it's because like don't get me wrong. I think it's because Cher- <laughs> I had the same reaction. <laughs> Goodfellas is a great movie. Goodfellas is a great movie, man. Goodfellas is a great movie. Definitely one of the greatest movies of all time, man. But I think, uh-huh. man, what Sharon Stone, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci all brought to that movie is just unmatched. I mean, I know. I think they brought it to Goodfellas. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think not. Well, I can't. Joe Pesci kind of played the same character he did. In. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Robert De Niro. He was just so good in that movie. Seeing him in the leading yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. He was good. I don't know. I only saw the casino the one time. It was okay. I don't that know. Movie's good, that movie's good. movie's definitely good. It, it, and it's, what's crazy is it's a true story. Like, all, yeah. everything that was going on in Vegas at the time with the mm-hmm. Italians. It's crazy. A lot of a lot of those movies are uh, true stories. Like, from Sopranos, um, yeah. Goodfellas. Sopranos is unmatched. That's the, one of the greatest TV shows. I think it's the show. greatest, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. Breaking Bad is really good. Mm. I don't know. I think... See the okay, Breaking Bad had moments that were just way too dragged out, and people say that about The Sopranos too. But in my opinion, I think like every episode is like a little mini movie, and it all like yeah, everything with connects. The yeah, with The Sopranos, yeah, definitely everything does. connects. But like Breaking Bad, there's just these moments where it's like high action, high action, and then they're like eating dead for ten minutes. Well, that, well, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was it was network TV. Yeah. You gotta yeah. think, and uh, that was like old school HBO, so it was definitely a different vibe. Mm, that's a very good point. Yeah, they uh, had a they had a different market to yeah. appeal to. Crazy yeah. times, man. <laughs> well, shit, we've been going for almost an hour and a half oh, at this wow. point. Um, it only feel like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens in the studio. Time flies, you know. Uh, obviously, you guys are the infamous goats. Uh, where can people find you? What you guys got coming up the pipeline? Well, you can follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Infamous Ghost Podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram at Infamous Ghost Pod. And you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Infamous Goats. 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, um, it's a pleasure having you guys in. For um, sure, I look yeah. forward to com- it, look forward to coming on your show next week and kind of right. seeing what you guys have to throw on. I got some music fun, questions for you too. Like, oh, I want to pick your brain about music now. Like, hell yeah. I'm a music fanatic. I love music. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be a vibe, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, well, yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. McAllister's um, podcast every Monday and Thursday at 7 p.m. We're on Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. Uh, we also have a Patreon where you can find exclusive content, behind-the-scenes footage, ep- extra episodes, shit like that. We also have a website, um, and you can—I guess you can't donate. The best way to donate would be the Patreon. Um, we're also going to, by the time this episode airs, we'll have um, a donation link for our upcoming film, The Chronic Crusaders. I highly encourage everybody to donate to that. If you want to see a stoner comedy where Kim Reynolds is the villain, <laughs> check that shit out. It's going to be great. All right, guys. Have a good night. Peace. Peace. Peace.